following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Mighty, balancing your money and your time with your hosts, Katie Marley. You know, it's a common thought that we can never balance our time and our money. We run out of money when there are still so many days on the calendar. What are some of the ideas and tools that will help us more efficiently manage these two resources? On today's program, you'll learn how being mighty is the result of transforming one's life. One insight, one choice, one action at a time. Now, here is K.D. Marley, which is K.M.R. and D. Lee. Welcome to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time. Joining me today is my co-host, Dee Lee. Over the past several weeks, we have had guests on the show answering practical questions, showing us how to apply their answers to our lives. In the process, we've been working our way through the F-words, beginning with foundation, then focus and feel. Last week, we started on flow and started to put all the answers together in ways we can use. This week, we are privileged to have published author Wayne Autumn with us. Earlier this year, Wayne published his second book, Live from Strength, Discover Your Unique Gifts and the Incredible Power Already Within You. Wayne is here to talk with us about his book. Wayne, welcome to our show. Well, well, thank you, guys. I really, really appreciate you having me. Wayne, before we start talking about the book itself, can you explain to our listeners what it is that you actually do? Uh, well, I help uh, businesses, individuals, and leaders discover their unique gifts so that they can then lead a more empowered and powerful life, uh, take their business to the next, ever increasingly take their business to the le- next level and achieve the very success that they desire. So could you share with us what prompted you to actually write a book about your work? Um, it really comes down to I had been coaching uh, leaders and business owners uh, through a process, and I, I, I wanted to get it really, really clear. I had gained many, many insights during the, the coaching process. Uh, my, my clients taught me a lot, and I needed to get those uh, ideas that I had compiled insights that I had compiled out of my head and down on paper. And uh, as I did that, um, it really became uh, clear that putting, it in, putting the process down on paper and putting it in a book was the best, best way to do that. Of course, I wanted an opportunity to reach more people. Uh, through the book, you can reach thousands instead of a few coaching clients. And of course, I wanted to, to, um, to, if I'm being honest, I also wanted to validate my own unique gifts and, and really uh, express them uh, in writing in, in the book. So how does your program actually work, and what are the fundamental differences between your program and others that are out there? The, fu- the fundamental differences are that we take first things first. We really work on developing a clarity of a foundation 
of, of vision or direction for your life or your business, then we develop a unique and clear purpose that is aligned with those unique gifts. And then we also define authenticity for you. That is, what are your values that you have that, that you want to live by? Those non-violatable rules of engagement, if you will, those ethics that you want to live by. We, we create that foundation first before trying to build a plan to create a life. Many other coaches out there will say you need to set goals, you need to do this, but those goals without context, without the context of direction, that is a vision of where you're going, a context of how you're going to uniquely be able to achieve that, that is the power of your mission. And the, the, the context of how you choose to live your life, well, those goals don't really have a lot of meaning, and so a lot of people fail to reach those goals because they, they don't they don't embody who they are uniquely. So we start with that foundation, understand where we are today against that foundation, and then build a prioritized plan to achieve it. And I coach people through uh, applying the principles on a day-to-day basis. And like, as I like to say, uh, lather, rinse, repeat. That is, um, I, one of the unique differences is you end up with a set of tools that mm-hmm. you can use over and over and over again, year in, year out, to refresh, revise, and, and reinvigorate your plan as you achieve uh, objectives, um, navigate it around obstacles, etc., that, that naturally come into your life. So it sounds like it really integrates with your life, so you're not having to think, now I'm on my plan. Right. It's, it's not just a planning tool. It's a life definition tool. And then, cool. Um, having the courage to to live that life one decision at a time. The title of your book is Live from Strength. So thinking about strength, inner strength has been said to grow from having a variety of experiences, both good and bad. So do people have to go through suffering and painful experiences? How do you define inner strength? Well, you know, that's an interesting question, and the answer is yes and no. Um, yes, in that when someone has tried to develop a life uh, of meaning and purpose and they've not been as successful as they like, the impact of finding a process and finding a way to do it that is truly authentic and truly meaning, meaningful uh, becomes clearer and uh, invigorating and empowering. But this process works for even people who are, are, are younger. Uh, even imagine the power of someone who is perhaps uh, thinking about what they're going to do in college. Maybe they've not gone through a lot of struggles in their life, but to have a clarity of, of, of direction and a clarity of purpose and a clarity of who they are as they choose what they want to study in college and where they want to go in their in their career, uh, that can be extraordinarily powerful as well. So once we have the inner strength, which is a, a great start, what does it mean to live from strength? What, what living from strength is, is focused on three words: intention, purpose, and authenticity. Intention is acting each day to intentionally create the life you envision. 
It has, it has that clarity of direction. Where are you going? What are you trying to achieve? What is your true north? How are you going to d- decide uh, the, the path to your, your objective if you don't have that objective really, really clear? So it starts with intention, intentionally doing the things that lead to the life that you want. Purpose is about, about mission. It is about what are you going to do? What value are you going to create in this world so that the, the, you know, the world can give back to you in abundance the things that, that, that you want and need, including money, uh, relation, positive relationships, etc. By aligning your purpose to your unique gifts, the chance of that success, that, of achieving that vision, goes up. But more importantly, or as importantly, the chance of fulfillment in that success, feeling really like you are doing something that has real meaning. And then finally, it's, it, it's about authenticity. It's about knowing who you are and the kind of decisions that you want to make so that you can choose each day uh, to live in alignment with who you are. So it sounds like our um, overall plan of the seven F words really fits in there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in looking at you guys' work, uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed with how you are utilizing the, the, the very similar principles of really identifying what it is that you want and, and then acting with intention each day to create it. Well, it's, it's always a challenge. But we're having fun. That's F word. <laughs> well, and and so am I. I I really, I really enjoy what I do. And um, as as I like to say, I'm kind of eating my own dog food. Uh, I, <laughs> I I am I am really uh, doing what I'm uniquely gifted at. And and I find that that for me, I I always struggled with the idea of creativity. You know, being really really creative. You know, I just didn't feel I was very creative at anything until I found this profession. And I realized that, and it's happened to many of my clients, is that all of a sudden they became creative when they aligned themselves to their unique gifts. It's when we're outside of those gifts that we struggle to be creative because things are not natural. They don't flow. So I just have a quick question. I'm, I'm an audience member. And once, um, once we figure out what our strength in what our strength is, well, first of all, what I got from that, I'm really excited because, you know, I hear that strength is intention, purpose, and authenticity, meaning I don't have to lift weights anymore. I don't have to go work out because I can be strong in my life in other ways. So I'm very excited and celebrating. But what are the components of a life well lived? How do we know if we're living the life we truly desire? Well, first of all, the, the, the last part of that question is the, is the important part. It's defining what you desire. It's going through a process of actually choosing what it is you, you, you really want. We all have wishes and dreams and thoughts and beliefs and those types of things, but have we really taken the time to go through uh, exercises to define with relative certainty, as certain as you can be today, what it is you truly desire, what it is you want? Where do you see yourself five years from now, ten years from now? So it really comes down to, first of all, defining it. And, and in my book, I outline a number of things that, that say, what is a, a life well lived? And it comes down to a number of things. It's, first of all, purpose. It's having something that you do that's 
above yourself. It, it, it's, it's creating value in the world. It's direction. It's that knowing where you want to go. It's having that true north. It's integrity. It's, it's living you know, true to yourself. True integrity is being true to yourself. Yes, honesty and those types of things are important, but it's really about being honest with yourself and choosing what's right for you. Do you it, think people can do that easily, it. Wayne? Do you really think they can do that? How do people get to be honest with themselves? Like, what does that mean, or what does that look like? What What can people expect? If, you know, how do they know if they're really being honest? Well, it does take introspection, and in, in fact, that, that's one of the the largest obstacles most people have uh, to to doing this is they don't really think that they really can live each day in alignment with themselves because they just might fail to live up to themselves. Well, I, I believe that there's only one failure in life, and that's the failure to define and then live with intention, purpose, and authenticity the life that you really want. Will you be perfect at it? Absolutely not. We're humans. We're, we're not going to always be perfect. But that doesn't mean we can't get right back up on, on the horse and, and keep going. Uh, the, the opposite choice is being a pinball in somebody else's game. It means you look over there and say, oh, that looks good, boing, and you go that way. And then you look over there and say, oh, that looks good, and boing, you go over there. It's neither fulfilling, it's neither fun. And when you get over there to those little places, you might get a little bit out of it, but you don't get that true sense of, yeah, that, this is me, and uh, you know, this is really authentic. So, yes, so people is it, can. Is it something where you look in the mirror and you say, oh, hi, true self? Or is there a, another way to actually design it and or feel it or be it? Well, that's the, that's the power of the process that, that, that's, that's in the book is it's a series of, uh, of self-exploration exercises that uh, ask the right questions. In other words, the answers are always going to be authentic or need to be authentic, but it's a process where the right questions are asked in the right order. And, and it's also it, it's a process of becoming. Even though the first time you go through it, you'll get a really close approximation of who you are and what you want to do. But I remember I said that lather, rinse, repeat thing, where, where you really, the, the, the value comes in in continually and constantly updating, refining, and defining. You'll get a close approximation, maybe 70, 80% the first time you go through. The next time you go through it, as you, as you update and refresh your plan, you'll get to the, you know, 85, 90%. And then pretty soon, one day, you'll wake up and all of a sudden realize, I am living authentically. So in this process, when somebody's going through this, one of the questions I have is knowing that we as humans have an amazing capacity for self-delusion. How, <laughs> how do we break past that? It, it's a, it, honestly, it's a simple question. Is that what you want, or do you want authenticity? If you're ready for authenticity, then this process and what I teach has value and meaning. That goes back to that question that you asked before about do people have to go through um, you know, strife and struggle, okay? 
Well, in a way, that answers the question, yes, because when people are truly desiring something different, when they've had all of those other um, non-positive ways to live, then this becomes a then it becomes a compelling desire to choose authenticity. So it's almost like no choice. It's just the way you are. Yeah, and one of the amazing things that happens when people go through this process is they realize there's no turning back. They cannot live as they did before. So is this the sort of thing where somebody has to get kind of to the bottom before they can work their way up, or can somebody start in the process? No, I don't think the bottom. I don't think the bottom is necessary, but there does need to be some desire for something different. Okay. So just the desire to change. Exactly. So it's an incredible transformation journey. You know what? I have a quick question. Does inner strength change? Like, does... Does your own inner strength change, like the qualities of it or the experience of it, or is it the same strength and you're just uncovering deeper layers of it? I don't well, know if that makes a, sense. That, that is a really great question, and okay. it allows me to really kind of go into the, the what are our strengths. And, and, and the strengths, uh, if you ma- imagine a triangle on the three sides of the triangle, are your unique and personal themes of talent. On another side are your natural way of processing information the other is the natural and intrinsic way that you are motivated. Those three things are, are, are natural. They're, they're within you. They don't necessarily change over time. Now, personality changes over time. It's your outward appearance. People might have taken a Myers-Briggs test or a, a, a disc profile or something like that. Those things change, can change, and people's Responses to those can change over time, but these are intrinsic things that, that, that are relatively hardwired. So, no, our strengths don't change over time, but they do get refined. They, because these strengths are latent until you use them, until you develop them, until you grow them, until they become something that truly is powerful. You don't instantly wake up tomorrow and say, all right, I've got these strengths, now I'm powerful. No awareness of those strengths and then the purposeful use of them over time allows you to become stronger and more empowered and uh, grow those into true strengths. This is absolutely fascinating. Unfortunately, we have to stop for a commercial break. Um, I want to continue this conversation when we get back. Um, So don't go away. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Get ready to experience a more fulfilling lifestyle. Tune in to Direct Connect Empowerment with host Fee Mazanke. The show will feature guests who have changed their lives by using the Direct Connect coaching program or have worked with the same concepts that this program offers. By hearing how others have been transformed, you will be inspired to move forward. Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee Mazanti can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time with Katie Marley. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to b-myte at b-myte.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time. Before the break, we were talking with Wayne about what it means to live from strength. So, Wayne, how would someone come to know their strengths? There are... uh a number of tools and exercises that I outline in, in my book, but those exercises can also be found out there on the Internet. One of the tools that I use that is truly important is the Strengths Finder. It's a Gallup organization tool, and you can go to Strengths Finder. It's with an S, uh, strengthsfinder.com. And they have an online test that you could take or you can get a couple of books that will give you a code. And what they did is they did some research years ago on what made a great uh, manager. And they came, out, they came out with a book called First Break All the Rules. Well, what were the rules back then was to figure out what a, an employee's weaknesses were, build a plan to shore them up, and then uh, it worked the plan. But what ended up happening is the person same weaknesses next year, the year after that, and the year after that, and that wasn't working very good. So great managers broke that rule and focused on the strengths that were needed for the position, put people in it, and then kind of basically carried the water and helped people uh, develop those strengths. So they did additional research and came out with a book called, uh, which is called Now Discover Your Strengths, which became Strengths Finder, and, and it is a test that allows people to discover the top five strengths out of 34 themes of talent. So that, that book is available, plus there are tests available to discover your learning style. Um, people probably have heard of things like visual, auditory, kinesthetic, read-write, those types of things, neuro-linguistic programming. They don't explain learning in all, all cases, but for us as lay people, uh, it gives us a really great insights, and I have some success stories uh, along that line about how aligning our strengths along how we communicate and naturally process information heightens our success. And then the, the, the third side is about motivation. And most people don't real, most people have heard of strengths, a lot of people have heard of strengths fighter, a lot of people have heard of various communication styles. Not a lot of people realize that we have 
an intrinsic way of being motivated. Either we seek achievement, which is getting things done. We seek affiliation, which is to... Uh, we, we want attaboys, and we want to be part of something larger. Or we want power. We want to be able to have control over uh, the process or the outcome. And we tend to act when we are in alignment with those motivations, and we tend not to when we're not. So those tests are available out there. You can find them on the Internet, or you go to my book, and I have exercises that will help you discover them. So, you know, I'm pretty much just into world domination, so <laughs> I'll take all of those on a silver platter if we can do that. But, you know, in seriousness, like, you know, so much of what we do in life is just because. So um, how can a person really see and identify their values and, and why they're doing what they're doing? How Do you have some suggestions on that? Well, I just so happen to have an exercise in my book. <laughs> There's a recurring theme here, folks. Um, uh, in, in, what, what I've done is develop a, uh, an exercise where I basically have tried to list all of the values that we hold here in our society as a list of words. And you literally go through those list of words and you rate them uh, a being absolutely critical, important. B being important but not critical. You know, C is that's uh, the good words, but you know they're just not you know coming to the top of my list. And so you end up with all of these words that you've made an A, and you just throw the Bs and Cs out. You take the As and you group them into like words, like you'll have integrity, honesty, truthfulness, those kinds of things will all kind of be grouped together. Then you, then you select out of that one or two words that really describe what you think is the meaning behind that. You might pick integrity out of that, out of that group. And then you just develop a sentence that, that describes what, what you mean by that using the other words if you can. So it's a process of just elimination. You go through and you eliminate all of these things that you think are important and you get down to the essence. What ends up happening is you get somewhere between five and ten phrases that develop your, your, your personal, personal values. And then you go about testing them. Sometimes you have to test them, uh, in, you know, you test them in real life situations and, and see if you can live to them and, and you can live up to them, etc. Some you will, some you won't. And this is that honing and refining that you do on, on an annual or as needed basis to to ensure that these things really do describe how you want to behave. So could you give us an example of a phrase like that? Well, one of uh, one of mine and I'll I'll get that in front of me real quickly here so I can read it. Actually, I actually keep my values, my vision, my mission in front of me at all times, so uh, I, I I can have that readily available. So um, my personal, one of my personal values uh, is that I, I am dedicated and focused professional and conduct my business interactions with integrity, appreciation, and open communication. So I try to live that every day. So there's a lot packed into that phrase. There, 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 there is. 
another one that I have is about gratitude. I'm truly and deeply grateful for the abundance of love, wealth, and happiness and health I have in my life. So it just helps me to stay focused on what's important to me. And to me, gratitude, saying thank you and, and being truly appreciative for, for all that I truly have while not, rather than focusing on all that I don't. I like that. Those are just two examples. And unique gifts. That's People look at gifts in a lot of different... I mean, it's one of those words that has its own language. And so how do you suggest that our listeners identify their gifts and how would they proceed to do something with them? Let, let me... We talked about the unique gifts in, in brief. They're, they're really your, your talents, your natural way of communicating and processing information natural motivation. Your unique gifts are found by exploring those things. And what I do in the process is I have people put that into what I call a personal profile. This personal profile is a curriculum vitae, if you, if you will, of just what you bring to the table. It's, it's your own explanation of who you are and, and what you bring uniquely. And then we, we, we build a plan in that personal profile on how to utilize them. What do we, what do, we do? You know, what is our avocation? What is our vocation? How do we utilize these to, to build a true purpose or a true mission to, to take these things that, that we have uniquely, all of us do, and create real power with them, do something of, of true meaning and purpose. So I notice in all of this. Actually, get them to write that down. Go ahead. <laughs> I I notice in all of this, and we're talking about strengths and values and gifts. We've never once talked about skills. Skills, okay. Well, skills to to me are are what you acquire with a focus on your unique gifts. Your unique gifts so, are these latent capabilities that, with practice and skill development, they become true strengths. So, so skills, skills are really more the icing on the cake. Yeah, exactly, right. They're, they're, they're the things that you purposely develop in alignment with those strengths. Hmm. I noticed that you know, you're, you're a business coach, you work with business owners. Is this something that an individual person can do with their personal life or that couples can do together? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. The book actually itself, Live From Strength, is focused on individuals. It then forms the basis for using it with businesses in terms of helping all of the individuals in the business understand their unique gifts to align them to their roles and responsibilities in the organization and to improve interpersonal communication between all the people in the business. But imagine that applied to your relationship. So... My wife and I wrote a book called Create Intimacy in as little as eight seconds a day to apply these principles to relationships where the net result is each your partner understands that you have unique gifts and can appreciate you more for what those are. While you are utilizing those unique gifts to give what your partner needs most. So there's, a, there's, an important, there's an important concept here we haven't really talked about, and that's the 
relationship between strengths and weaknesses. You know, I talked about how the Gallup organization did the research and, and all of that. But what I've discovered in my work is that there's three kinds of weaknesses. There are perceived weaknesses, and then there are two kinds of true weaknesses. So the perceived weaknesses are when you take these strengths, these unique gifts that we have, to extreme, and others perceive that as a weakness. For example, someone might be very, very gifted at command, the ability to walk into a room, take charge, make things happen. Here, you do this, you do that. Well, they can be seen as pushy and bossy. Someone who has empathy, another one of the 34 themes of talent, can be seen as, you know, this is someone who really care, shows compassion and care for other people, you know, and really wants to make sure everybody's heard. Well, they don't have a mind of their own. They can't make decisions. Oh, so okay. these perceived weaknesses actually are the majority of the weaknesses people self-identify. When, when, when they say, well, th- these are the things that, 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 that I'm weak at, are actually these strengths taken to extreme. So in a relationship, what often happens even in a work relationship, is that the interpersonal discord comes from the reaction to one's strengths taken to extreme. So, you know, the, the person who's high in command in a relationship seems to be bossing the other way around, the other one around. Well, if the partner realized that that's their strength and that, and that person realized they needed to kind of dial that back a little bit, while still embracing and utilizing that strength in a positive way, it reduces the, the, the tension in the relationship. There's the appreciation for what one brings, but there's also the realization that taking that strength to extreme can create negative, uh, a negative viewpoint. So it's being aware of the whole relationship. Right. It, it, it's, it, it's a positive, affirming way to look at the relationship in that you're you're focusing on the uniqueness that you bring, and that includes making sure that you don't cross that thin gray line into, into that becoming a perceived weakness, while the other is appreciating you for the way, uh, that way you are, not for not trying to make you be something that you're not. With the different concepts, the intention, purpose, and authenticity, um, there have been discussions about how they interact between them. Um, how can a person actually get this in place and be able to develop their own perfect? I know perfect is kind of a, a, a word that has its own meaning, but a plan of discovery. Well, the, the, I keep plugging the book, and that's, I guess, what we're here talking about. But really, that's all. <laughs> that's what the book's about. It, it really is a... Uh, it's all the discovery exercises and then the, the tools for actually putting that into an action plan and the tools for reviving, ref, uh, refreshing, and reinvigorating that plan on an ongoing basis. So that's what the book is and, and my coaching process is all about, is taking people through those steps and building each of those components and then coaching them through how to use those things on a day-to-day basis. And I guess that would help eliminate that workshop. Hey, I've got this figured out. I've all got it sorted out. And then a week later, you're going, what workshop? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a, One of the great benefits 
of of the, this program and, and putting these things in place. I mentioned before that we're not all perfect. We fall off the wagon. We get we get out of uh, we get out of tune, if you will. Well, without having this foundation in place, what people do is they get out of tune and they go, "Well, it's just too much work for me to kind of put it all back together." So. I'll just go ahead and can, you know and, and be the pinball. I'll, I'll bounce around. I, I yeah, will to balance it. Actually, yeah, I, I will. It's so much work to, to balance it. But with these tools in place, what I find is that within 15 minutes, you can feel back in alignment. You review your vision, your mission, your values, your personal profile, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, I know where I'm misaligned. I know what I'm not doing. I know what I need to be back doing. And you, you're instantly back on the on the wagon, back on the on the right path. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody goes through this process, what should they expect emotionally? Confidence, empowerment, ease of decision making. Those are the things that come from this. It's the ability to sit and be re- looking at any decision in front of you and be in that moment. And you only have one question to ask yourself. Is it taking me where I want to go? Is it in alignment with my direction, my vision? Is it in alignment with my unique gifts? Is it something that I can do and add value to? Is it, is it in alignment with my mission? And is it in alignment with my values? Is that an authentic choice? Because you have those tools readily available. They're, they're, they're there in your mind. Every decision becomes relatively easy. And so change can become very very easy because it's all about the decision that's right in front of you and you have the tools to make the decision. You can still choose otherwise. That's the great thing about that. You can still you still have choice. You haven't you haven't thrown away your choice, which is sometimes a barrier to to going through a process like this because people will if I get really really clear in, in, on what it is, then that does means I can't choose anything else. That's not true. You still have choice. Nobody gave that away. Nobody wrote that rule. rule. You can still choose otherwise. But you'll do it for the right reasons and not the wrong Or if you make that choice, you know it's in the wrong reason bucket. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and as, as many of my clients realize, sometimes they, ha- they may have a clear direction, but their life situation may cause them to need to go you know, slightly detoured from their life direction in order to gain the skills, knowledge, experience, etc. they need to be more in alignment. It generally happens when people realize that they're not in the right career or profession. That hmm. makes sense. I hate to break us off again. Um, when we come back, we'll continue talking with Wayne about this, how we can live for our, from our own strengths. This is just kind of a, a very fascinating point. Um, please don't go away. We'll be right back. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals, while helping you realize the connection between mind body and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, 
and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time with Katie Marley. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to be-myte at be-myte.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time. We're talking with Wayne Autumn about his book, Live from Strength, Discover Your Unique Gifts and the Incredible Power Already Within You. And we were left with a little bit of a cliffhanger from our last segment around the weaknesses. So there's the first weakness is the perception of weaknesses, which is usually strength taken to an extreme. But there are two others that I really, I got to know. I got my pen ready. That's, okay. that's good. So, so these are these are actual weaknesses. That is, they're they're things that 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 are that are true. These perceived weaknesses are just that they're perceived they're perceived as as being weaknesses as we take our strengths to extreme. So these other two come in in two ways. They're, they're true inabilities. They're the opposite of your strengths. If you were to lay out the strengths as as their the talents as they're defined in the strengths finder. You would have the top four or five over on the right-hand side, and down on the left-hand side would be the, the bottom four or five. Those are your true inabilities. Those are the things that you really can't do very effectively. Well, you, you kind of have a choice there. You can be Scythius and roll the rock uphill and focus on that all day only to have the rock roll down to the bottom every day and then push that back up. You can focus on those weaknesses or you can choose to let them go. Now, people, when they self-identify, it's somewhere between 20 and 30% of the, the self-identified weaknesses. And through working uh, through this process, what they end up realizing is they get to let them go, or they get to accept less than outstanding performance if they really, really do have to do that. With business owners, oftentimes there's many things that, that they still have to do that aren't in alignment but they're not expecting the same level of performance out of those. But generally, after a while, they'll go hire somebody to do it. What's an example of that? Uh, Well, um, an example that that, that I have in my my own life, and this, you know, I've I've used this example before, and and I've gotten some feedback on it, so I'll I'll cautiously use it again. One of the things that's relatively... Um, low in my, in, in my ability is achievement. Okay, Achieve, being an achiever is one of the the unique uh, 
talents. But I'm not achievement motivated and I'm not an achiever. I, I don't look to cross things off my list and get things done. That's not how, that's not what motivates me. That's not what my strengths are, strengths is. I have to be, I have to have other reasons to do things, to get things done. There has to be this, this, this bigger notion. I have to feel in control or I have to feel more empowered by doing it. So that, that for me is, is, is is actually something that I, that I don't have a lot of, of strength in. And I have to let that go. I have to find ways around that. Another example, um, well, I'll go on to the, to, to the third kind of weakness, and that's what I call true weaknesses. These are the weaknesses of thought, attitude, and belief. These are the weaknesses that are 100% made up in your head. They're the things that you think, you believe, that are holding you back. The good news is, as people self-identify, these are only around 5 to 10% of the, of the weaknesses that self-identify. And the further good news, these are 100% in your control. You can change them. Because these are your thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs, you can change them into positive thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs. I talk about working on the counter-positive of the statement. So, for example, if, you know, you might say, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm too, you know, I'm too big, I'm too, I'm too small, I'm too, too slow, I'm too fast, whatever it might be, okay, or, you know, they're doing this to me or they're doing that to me, or, you know, it could be anything regarding what's out there or what's in here. Whatever that negative thought, attitude, and belief, you can change that around into what I call its counter-positive. And I'll, uh, these counter-positive statements, if repeated often enough, you can just reprogram yourself so that you eliminate those negative thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs. So what ends up happening with these three kinds of weaknesses is that you manage your perceived weaknesses by focusing on your strengths. So it's like a you reprogramming. Let, pardon me? It's like a reprogramming. Exactly. It, it's, a, it, it's a totally different way to look at weaknesses. You, 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 you manage your, your perceived weaknesses by focusing on your strengths. You let go of your true inabilities and hire that out or you know, accept that it's, it's not going to be a strength. I mean, you could work on it day in, day out, and maybe make it a strength, but is that really how you want to live your life? Letting it go is generally the better way to do it. And then with these true weaknesses, these thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs, you can change them. And what happens in going through this process is that what's left are those true weaknesses. All those other things get taken care of, and, and we build a plan to reprogram you with new thoughts and attitudes that are positive, affirming, and take you where you want to go. So, if somebody chooses not to go through something like this, what kind of costs do they have in their life from this? Just well, I talked about just... being the, pin, the pinball in somebody else's game. That's really the, the, one of the biggest, uh, it, it's a visual way to, to, to see what this means. It means that you are succumbing to the choices of others. That you are being pushed, prodded, pulled, uh, 
in many, many di- directions rather than consciously choosing your direction, what you want, what you truly desire. So the top three things that you most commonly see standing in someone's way uh, have to do with that person, probably. Well, yeah, yeah it's, they're, they're basically all fear-based. Mm-hmm. They're, it, it's, it, it's, it starts, though, with we've never been taught. I mean, what percentage of people in, in, this, in our society have ever been given the tools to help them discover their strengths or even that the fact that they have them? I didn't encounter something like that until my senior year of college. Right, and even then, it you know it was probably a very surface kind of uh, of approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, many people never never even come across something that that says, "Yeah, you have powerful, unique gifts that if you apply them, can create great success." Well, I think that. that's that's some of the basis for our be mighty attitude too, and exactly. balancing. Right, and again, that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be on your show is because you guys get it, and I think <laughs> your, your, your your listeners get it. Well, it's it's a down to that one insight, you know, and people get so overwhelmed. I think from the total totality of the the potential, yeah. you know, it probably, like you say, has a fear in the sense that. They fear not just becoming that way, but they fear that the the point will be so much big a big jump that they may not know where to walk. Right, exactly. The 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 gap between where they are and where they want to be is so large. You know, they don't even know how to get there. And the beauty of the process that I take you through is not only do you feel authentic as you're going through it, but you get these authentic results. And in the end, it doesn't matter where you start. It only matters what, what's your next step. What's the next decision that you make? And it is in alignment with that direction, that purpose, and that authenticity. And then you just make the next one. Then you make the next one. There, there is, it shortens the gap because the only gap that you have to focus on is, is that next decision. So everybody flooding to buy your book should be a big insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, that, that wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> well, and I mean, this whole thing, every single show, we've been, it comes down to what is one choice that somebody can make? Yep. And here it is again. What is one choice that right. somebody could make every day? And it's, in this, it sounds like the choice to not be a pinball. Exactly. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's the choice said said positively. It's it's the choice to take positive, affirming, and confident control over the decisions that you make. And it's hard to make confident, empowering decisions without defining what it is you truly want. And the process that I outline in the book gives you the tools to define that, but it also encourages you that you're always becoming. If there's no there there, you're not going to define this and then say, oh, that's me and that's you forever. No, you're in this process of always growing, evolving, developing. You're going to hit things in your, in your vision and you're going to take it to the next level. If you're not always becoming, then the alternative of that is that you're not growing at all and the alternative of, not, of non-growth is death. So 
it's really about putting this attitude of I'm continually growing, I'm continually developing, and that's living. Well, that's passion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it the live, entrepreneur. It's living from strength. Yeah, exactly. And so with people having a passion, even though the passion is maybe not in someone else else's eyes, the true passion, by someone having passion to begin with, that's their spirit saying, hey, I'm excited about this discovering process. Yeah. And so from your um, information gathered from clients and discussions with people, um, what kind of discoveries have you seen that have been so powerful that um, you would want to share those with our listeners? Because I think this this is coming back to our whole purpose for Be Mighty, too, is to have people passionate and to be able to learn the tools that they can yeah, then you, get out there. You really bring up a great point with regard to passion. I was talking about, uh, for myself, finding creativity. Well, Create, creativity and passion are very related, right? And we may not know what our passion is today. I really envy people who have always known what their passion is. I really do, because I, I searched for it. But the likelihood that your passion is aligned with your unique gifts is far greater than not. And so a discovery of your unique gifts and finding that that, that groove in which you can hone those unique gifts is the most likely path to discovering your passion. It's in alignment there somewhere because mm-hmm. it's natural, it's normal, it's, it, 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 it's there. And so what people end up finding is, is, is that there's always these basic aha moments. There, you know, uh, I don't know if I, I want to call it a good thing, but most people who go through uh, the process and from a personal coaching perspective, they, they have a few teary-eyed moments where they realize either that why things have always been the way they are and now they have a different choice. They realize why they've always gravitated to a certain profession or, or concept and have always chosen not to go there. They've, they've realized why they've been feeling off-kilter and now have an understanding of, of what it is to be in alignment. These are the kinds of things that happen, these, these really defining moments where, where people say, I, I, I can be in charge. I am able to, to take my life to the next level. And I know that if I define these things and get really clear about it, then I'll have the tools well, and even with a toolbox, somebody could choose to be numb. Yeah, exactly. But as I say, when, when people go through this and really apply it, choosing to go back just isn't a choice. Yep. So, Wayne, thank you so much for joining us today. We have a couple minutes left. If our listeners would like to get in touch with you, how should they contact you? Uh, probably the best is, is via email. And it's just Wayne at autumnenterprises.com, and autumn is spelled O-T-T-U-M, so that's Wayne at O-T-T-U-M, enterprises.com. They can always go to our website, autumnenterprises.com, and they can get our books at autumnenterprises.com slash books, or livefromstrength.com slash books. And if people want a, a, a Kindle version... Then they can go to Amazon, just type in my name, Wayne Autumn. Again, the name is 
spelled O-T-T-U-M. And uh, books will come up there, and you can download it in Kindle. Yeah, I've found you on Amazon there. Very, very quickly, what's one suggestion you have for our listeners to do each day? When you define your vision, your values, and those counter-positive thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs that overcome those true weaknesses, these become a set of positive, powerful daily affirmations. And so by reading these each day, perhaps even sometimes multiple times a day, what these will do will begin to develop the habits, uh, the thoughts, and the attitudes, and you will begin attracting the very thing that you see. Rather than thinking about the things that you don't want, you'll be thinking about all the positive, powerful things that you want to bring into your life, and one day you'll wake up and you'll realize, I am living the life I truly desire. I am living from strength. Cool. Join us next week as we welcome Dr. Sindorf, a neuropsychiatrist, to our show. Dr. Sindorf will be talking with us about the connections between our minds and our bodies. Thank you so much for listening today, and thank you very especially, Wayne, for all the contributions you've given us. Well, thank you guys very much. I really appreciate you having me. And we'll see you next week. for joining Kmar and D Lee for Be Mighty, balancing your money and your time. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Music.